Today's episode is sponsored by vehiclescore.co.uk, the best site to visit if you want to make a more informed decision when buying a used car. Hello and welcome to Charging Status, the UK and Ireland focused EV podcast. Me and Jeb have today been to the Fully Charged South 2023 event uh, on day one, just Friday. It's been a pretty good event, hasn't it, Jim? Yeah, it has. We're, I should. I think we should mention that we're currently sat in um, my family car outside Costa Coffee, just outside the venue, because it was really not looking too hopeful of us getting a drink anytime soon inside the venue, and we've kind of done it now, so we thought we'd just pull ourselves away, have a little bit of a quiet moment, and reflect on the day and share it with you guys. But yeah, good day, good event couple of new launches there which we'll talk about in a second what was the highlight for you alex so we start the day off we saw the byd dolphin they announced their new hatchback uh, sort of head-to-head with the id3 i think the highlight of the day was the aura lightning cap or that's its or proposed name going to call it yeah. yeah yeah it was quite an interesting looking car and i did manage to grab a few words with toby from aura uk so uh, we'll play that for you right now. Hello, folks. I'm here today with Toby from GWM Aura, and we've just seen the UK launch uh, for the Aura Lightning Cat, which is obviously its first appearance in the UK. Tell us more, Toby. Yeah, well, first thing is, I'm not sure the name of the car. So I know it's called Lightning Cat in different markets, but the name for, for, for Europe hasn't been confirmed yet. OK. Um, but no, it's a, it's a super exciting car t- to get in. Uh, we were keen to unveil it here at Fully Charged Live because this time last year we unveiled the, the, the Aura Funky Cat yep. um, and, uh, and I wanted to show everybody the next model that's coming along because uh, it kind of helps um, people understand who we are as a brand and yep. where we fit in the marketplace. So um, having it here was, was pretty important for us. Obviously, it's a D-segment saloon. Yep. Um, it's got um, a, a, an EV range of over 300 miles. Um, there, is, um, th- there are um, quick versions of it for sale in China, which is 0 16.4 seconds, so it's yeah. super quick and whizzy. But everything you touch and feel is, is really premium. It feels yeah. really nice. It's a nice place to be inside. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it looks very distinctive on the outside as well. And, uh, and I, I really like it. very excited about getting it in. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I think that was the thing that stood out for me with the Funky Cat was the, the level of... Of finish, yeah. fit and finish inside that cabin yeah. is really from like a class above. The doors are heavy, you know, yeah. nothing creaks and rattles when you prod and poke it. Yeah. It's really well screwed together and, uh, and a nice place to be. Yeah. So. so at the moment, we don't know what the car's going to be called in the UK. I guess we don't know I, the I final can't specs. You, I can't <laughs> tell you the spec, uh, the price, or even what it's going to be called. Yeah. But um, I'm expecting it to go on sale uh, at the beginning of, of 2024. So um, between now and then, that we will um, establish all those things and, and start to tell people about it and, and commence our preheat activities really for the, for the vehicle. Sure. So, yeah. And in terms of the market you're going after, which driver do you want to take away from from what? Well, it's really. That? I mean, it, it competes in a part of the market in the UK which is big and vibrant. You know, it's. Uh, I guess some similar vehicles could be things like the Ionic Six, the EV Six, uh, yeah. Tesla Model Three, that yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. thing. So that's where, I, at the moment, without really knowing a lot more detail, I imagine it sitting in, in the marketplace. And yeah. And just for people watching or listening to this that don't know so much about the Aura brand and, and GWM, um, any anything you can? Well, um, 
Uh, GWM Aura is uh, one of Great Wall's brands. So Great Wall have uh, five brands, and Aura is the EV only brand. So everything Aura is designed from the ground up to be an, an EV. Excuse the plain noise. There, there is an irony here. We're doing <laughs> fully charged lives, all about electric vehicles, and we're at a private airport, folks. With so. private jets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, so everything Aura is designed from the, the minute the, 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 the designer's pencil or whatever they use nowadays hits the uh, whatever they use nowadays. Um, so there are no compromises. Yeah. They haven't whipped out an engine and stuck a battery pack in. Yeah. And, and the vehicle is, 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 the handling is designed around it being an EV and, and the weight is distributed perfectly. So, so yeah, this is the EV only brand and, uh, and very exciting. They, they have got bags of personality. The, the, the DNA flows through certainly these two models you can you can tell they're both from the same stable yeah sure and that's really important and it makes our job a lot easier when we're, yeah. we're launching a new brand they have distinctive looking cars and they have clear dna flowing through them between these two and any future models as well yeah and that's quite a bold thing really for a new company to come into a market with such a bold and interesting design yeah and i think lots of others are going to come in with a car where you come in with something that evokes some kind of emotional response, whether it's I love it or I yeah. hate it, yeah. it evokes a response. It, gets, it certainly gets attention. Uh, yeah. You know, where I live is quite a busy place, and when when I uh, when I uh, drive through the streets, everybody stops and stares. Yeah, yeah. You know, it really yeah. gets attention when you drive along. Yeah. No, it's a very interesting looking car, yeah. very premium interior. So um, can't wait to find out a bit more in the fullness of time. Perfect. Well, we'll keep you very much informed. Great. So. Thanks very much. So quite interesting, Alex, that he didn't actually. Uh, commit to the name Lightning Cat. Obviously, we've seen it launched at Shanghai as Lightning Cat. It's already known as that over in China. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with it here. I guess the whole cat thing seems a bit odd for a car. So yeah, I think the Funky Cat has made a few people confused. Like I think you've you've had one you've driven on the on your own YouTube channel, um, and the name of it it's just a little bit weird. Um, well, yeah. So the guy you spoke to, Toby, didn't he didn't confirm the name of it. He just said it's not confirmed yet but interestingly fully charged released a, a youtube video today with jack reviewing the car and they actually called it the lightning cat in the video so i'm i'm interested to see what they call it i think just call it lightning It'd be quite cool yeah it would certainly it doesn't really need the cat on the end that's no. for sure um interesting as well we didn't commit to the numbers on it obviously there is a very quick one available in china i think 060 about four seconds yeah um but whether they actually go with that here or they go with maybe two tiers or go for just a more sensible option. Who knows? Yeah. Um, we also looked at the the Morris JE van. Um, so that, that van was an out was was sort of its first drive was on Johnny Smith's YouTube channel, uh, um, the Late Break Show. So I managed to grab a few words with John, um, the sort of managing director of Morris. I think uh, he kindly kindly sat down. Well, kindly gave an interview with me. So that's the full video is was on the the interface YouTube channel. Link is in the show notes. But here's the audio of that now. So I'm here at the Fully Charged Show South 2023. I'm here with John from Morris. Uh, they've got the new electric JE van that was featured on Johnny Smith's video a few weeks ago. Um, so, hi, John. Alex, good, good to see you, and thank you for your interest as well. This, this vehicle on Johnny Smith was so popular. We got 1.1 million views with this in about nine days. Uh, and, and if I tell you a bit about this, this is our first vehicle in recycled carbon fibre which is our production in temp material. It's got our own chassis, which is in aluminium, uh, and the rest of the components on it are quite well proven parts, so the innovation is in the body and the chassis. 
uh, which makes us lightweight. Behind us over there, Alex, is an ID Buzz, for example. He can only carry about 600 kilograms, we're up to 1,000. So really, we're working on lightweight. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. It's amazing that you've developed a vehicle in-house, especially a company that's uh, in, like born and bred in the UK, which is really rare to see. It's a shame that we're not seeing that so often. When can we expect the Morris J to go on sale in the UK? It will be early next year. So, so this is, I say, the first vehicle with the correct production materials and correct components. There's still some more development to do, some more testing to do. And we'll sell in the UK first of all. We've got, we've got thousands of inquiries from all around the world. Focus on the UK first, then probably Europe, and then the rest of the world maybe as well. So uh, selling, this is not an issue. We've got some engineering work still to do and we're nearly there. Is there any different body styles? So I can imagine people would be quite interested in camper vans. That's, that's a big thing that the ID Buzz has got a camper van version on show here. Yeah. And window vans maybe. Or, and is that something you're interested in or doing? We're, or? we're, we're looking... Th- this one we've kitted out a bit as a, as a day camper because it's fully charged, particularly you have families coming along and people over the last couple of years have always said, what about a camper van? So we've done something this year with a, a pod in the back and a sort of a, a day bed arrangement. Uh, pickup is another variant that we're looking at. So van first and then and then pickup. That's the intention. And the technology inside. So you've got a um, so you've got an aftermarket uh, head unit in there. Does that support CarPlay and Android Auto and that sort of thing? Yes, yes, it will. It will. You know, we're we're not going to be technology leader in terms of electronics, but we'll we'll be up there with all the all the necessary aids and things. Uh, we, we've got, as you've probably seen here, one difference between this second vehicle and the first vehicle was we've ditched the mirrors and we're going for cameras. Uh, little screens up here which have got to be blended in so, so there's some some good technology that, that's our intention yeah and you mentioned it's made out of carbon fiber so that's that's really good for ev range because this is this is really light isn't it it's about a thousand kilos yeah it, it's actually 1500 curb weight and, and and this particular one is well under that so we're confident that we'll get to the 1500 it's actually recycled carbon as well so 85 percent of this all the all the flat panels are recycled uh, we've got some virgin carbon where there's some definition required, really sort of detailed uh, definition, like the rear doors have got a lot of virgin, uh, virgin carbon in that, but most of it's recycled, which is a good story as well. Yeah, of course. And what, is there any information on about the price, or is that yeah, still...? Yeah, no, 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 we've been saying 61,000-plus VAT for some time, and, and, and that originally looked quite ambitious, but now everybody's kind of creeping up to that sort of price. So, so actually, it looks quite realistic. And, and with, with the interest we've got, people know the pricing, most of them, and, and, and that's not an issue, so we're happy with that. Brilliant. Thank you for your time. It's good to have some insight on the new Morris JE van. Hopefully, it'll go on, go on sale pretty soon. I, I can imagine it'll be very popular with a lot of small traditional UK companies, which is pretty good to see. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Alex. Thank cool. you. What a nice chap he was, and he actually spent a bit of time with us away from that, didn't he? Yeah, it's gave us a nice chat so hopefully hopefully someday there'll be a, a video of me driving that van because uh, it does look pretty good pretty cool um, obviously all carbon fibre um, very lightweight and pretty good range from what from what I understand so mm. yeah yeah really cool design as well especially those back doors and very cool. um, and in the guys they had it there it was set up as kind of a half camper yeah he called it a day camper so yeah. it's got like a kitchen and like a large sofa inside which is quite cool brilliant marketing vehicle though I mean, people are just going to stand and look at that thing when it goes by. Yeah. And I think it's a great marketing tool. What was it about? I know he's just said it in the audio, but we're obviously sat outside Costa at the moment and we're not listening to it back, but it's around about 60 grand. I think he said 68,000 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Which you could see the right kind of companies spending that purely for 
the marketing side of things, even if they don't really use it as a as a van very often. Hundred percent. Yeah. We also spent some time in the show hall, so indoors, out the rain because the rain today was pretty bad. Um, and Jim spoke to two two people today. Um, there was a company from. There's a sorry. There was a guy from. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah. He, he was actually representing two companies, but uh, the 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 main sort of crux of our conversation was Anderson, who make very sort of premium uh, EV chargers for your home, and um, they're they're partnered with a couple of companies. But we'll play the audio from that for you now. So I'm here now with David from Anderson EV Chargers, and uh, David, tell us more about what it is that you guys do. Well, Anderson has got a unique place in the marketplace. We've uh, got a lot of experience in EV charging. We've been in the game for 14 years, and so we know, uh, know, know, know what customers want. Um, Anderson is unique in the fact that we've got over 130 choices of colour matches, uh, different cable lengths, different outputs, and so on. And we're the only charger in the market where you can hide the cable. So the cable will wrap around the unit, uh, be, uh, put in the a hatch at the top of the unit, and so it goes on your wall. When you're not using it, looks blends in with the, with your house. Yeah. And um, we, we looked at some of the finishes. Obviously, we've got different kind of paint finishes, but also some really nice wood finishes. Um, they're quite popular, I understand. Yes, we, we, um, we've got different colour finishes. We've got a wooden fascia. You can have different colour sides and so on. And we believe as the market for EVs matures, people are going to want more and more choice to match in with a house. Um, and if you're spending you know, a lot of money on a new EV, uh, to spend maybe a two or three hundred pounds extra on a charger that blends in with your house is, is something that fits your lifestyle. Absolutely. And um, we've also got some good news about where these things are manufactured, have we not? Yeah, we, uh, the unit is manufactured in the UK. We... Um, very proud of the quality um, it's hand built uh, and uh, particular attention to detail so we like to think it's uh, uh, one of the most reliable units on the market we give a three-year uh, warranty and we find them, them uh, not giving anybody any trouble so I'm very proud of the fact it's completely British built and uh, I assume you've got options for uh, one f- single phase and for, for three yeah. phases? We do a single phase, uh, seven kilowatt unit, a 22 phase, three, uh, three phase unit. And it's, um, we, you know, we do units that actually match with the, the, comp- the people's requirements. Um, so absolutely. Um, it, we find in the UK about um, tw- 75% of people choose the, se- the seven kilowatt unit. About 20, a quarter of people use three phase, yeah. um, and we've got relationships with uh, the preferred supplier for Porsche and Jaguar Land Rover. So if you've got a nice car, you want to have a, a, a nice Anderson unit to go with it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, from the the charges I've seen today, certainly some of the most unobtrusive. Um, I've, I've got an easy one charger on my wall at home, and. That one in itself, you know, no screens or anything. It's not the worst-looking thing in the world, but I think this just is that cut above. It really does blend in quite nicely. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, we're, um, uh, you know, there's plenty of choice at the lower end of the market if you want a cheap and cheerful charger, but we're really uh, catering for people who want something that is um, smart and blends in with the house. Uh, Often, actually, we're always very... um, 
intrigue that actually it's often the wife that makes the decision of the, the finish of the unit that goes on the side of the house. Have you been watching me? <laughs> Just <laughs> yeah, that's a very, very familiar story to me. Um, so price point for these starting around about £1,200? £1,200 uh, uh, plus um, you, you can have various add-ons. Another, You can have a wooden fascia, cost you another £200. You can have a carbon carbon fibre appearance look, uh, fascia, which costs about £300. Uh, really, you, you, you make the choice. But bear in mind, if you buy a new um, Range Rover, you'll have a, a choice of a carbon wing mirror that might cost an extra £500, different lighting inside. So people are quite used to having a choice of extras when they buy a new car. Uh, but we're competitive. We think it's value for money. Uh, we've got you know, um, 13,000 customers out there, happy customers, yeah. that are using the, the unit. We've got a lot of experience. You've got a nice app that goes with the unit. Yeah. It links with various off-peak electricity tariffs or solar. Um, so it's fully functional in that direction. Fantastic. Thanks very much. I also had a chat with um, also had a chat with a couple of people from Clenergy, including a shout out to Dave Phelps, who actually watches my YouTube channel. He's one of the three people that watches my YouTube videos. So big shout out to Dave, um, really nice guy. Uh, but we did record a short interview with Michael from Clenergy, and um, he's just going to talk you through what it is that they do. Hello, folks. I'm here with Michael from Clenergy. Michael, tell us what you do. Um, so yeah, Clenergy EV, we have our own charge point management system. Effectively, does is it sits between whoever owns the charge points and the EV driver when they try and charge their vehicle. Um, so they pull up to the vehicle, they want to get a charge, they communicate to the charge point using our app or using an RFID card. Um, then we collate that transaction, all of that money, that income stream for whoever owns that charge point, we send to them at the end of the month. The EV driver can drive away at the end of that session. They don't have to create an account with us. They don't have to, they can check out as a guest user. Um, they can pay whichever the method they want, like Google Pay, Apple Pay as well. So it's nice and seamless. Um, we sit behind, do all the, all the legwork for the charge point owner effectively, so they can drive a steady income stream. And that works for um, holiday destinations, hotels, restaurants, pubs, but also the workplace as well. They want to offer that service to their employees. Um, there's every type of business that has people visiting them, essentially. Great, okay. And where do people find out more about Clenergy? Um, you can find us online, so clenergy-ev.com. Um, and we're also on all like social media platforms as well. Um, we're going to be growing out um, a lot of YouTube content around how the charge point works as well. Um, so, yeah, check that out if you get a chance as well. Great, thanks very much. Thank you. Interesting stuff, quite a unique proposition from those guys, quite different to the rest. I must admit, in that main hall, I think if I'd bought a ticket for today, obviously we, we went on, on press tickets, but if I'd have bought a ticket for today, in that main hall I'd have been a bit disappointed because it was just stacks of home charging companies trying to sell their product to you. And uh, it felt like a bit of a missed opportunity almost. Yeah, it did feel... Not that anything people had there were boring, was boring at all. Yeah. It just felt a bit... Charging company, charging company, Same me, charging yeah. company. Yeah. Um, but there was one big highlight. I got a, well, you both got a pink, a pink octopus today. We did get a pink octopus from um, Octopus Energy, funny yeah. enough. So that was a massive highlight of the day. And we and we got a free bar of chocolate from Anderson. Branded um, free bar of chocolate. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not one to be a complete corporate shill, but 
we have just played their interview and they did give me chocolate so full <laughs> disclosure yeah there was one other thing I was, I was interested in that hall was the um, I can't remember the name of the company I've got their details somewhere um, but they, they had an ID Buzz camper van that was the first oh yeah first camper van of an ID Buzz I think I've ever seen yeah and I'm sure there are going to be so many companies that now kind of start up just to do ID Buzz conversions because um, oh, that's a huge business opportunity isn't it? they were called D-Van okay yeah, uh, the one they had on show there started from seventy nine grand, with obviously with the conversion done, and that got you, um, I think, a roll away bed, a rock and roll bed, pop top roof, leisure battery, fridge, solar panel, and an induction hob. Um, but I would guess with that kind of thing, they'll make it to suit any budget. Uh, so yeah, quite interesting, and it it did suit it to be fair. Yeah, and there is a long wheelbase ID Buzz out at some point, I think in the next few years, so that'd be even better to see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, f- I did film a little bit of B-roll of that ID Buzz, so there'll be a link for the, the video down below. Now, I, I think the highlight for me was actually seeing an F-150 Lightning in the flesh and a Rivian in the flesh. Yeah, there was like, there was a, I think they called it the EV launch tent, I can't exactly remember the name of it, um, but there was a load of vehicles we haven't seen before, so it was the Rivian R1T, um, the Abarth 500E, as you mentioned, the Ford F-150 Lightning, which actually was huge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so big. But um, but tiny in America. <laughs> yeah. And also, I think it's European debut, I think. It was the Jeep Avenger. Yep. They also had the, well, whether you call it X-Peng or Xiaopeng, <laughs> um, but that was very cool. Kind of a Tesla Model, maybe Model 3 or Model S rival even. Yep. But that looked very nice. Unfortunately, um, you couldn't get in it, but it did seem quite lovely. And um, oh, there was the Vauxhall Astra electric. That that's the one that's never been seen before. I spoke to one guy there loosely uh, for a few seconds, and he said no one was expecting this here today. Yeah, not even he was expecting it there. So it just turned up. He said, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which is quite funny. Bit disappointed that we didn't see an EV9 there, especially as the Kia stand had yeah. EV9 uh, posters all over it and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, a little bit disappointing. There was. Quite a few cars we've seen before. So Tesla had an official stand, um, which I think punters could just go rock up and do a test drive in. And you could do test drives of anything out there, I think. Uh, so you've got the BYD vehicles, and obviously not the Dolphin, um, and the Aura Cat as well. Yep. Yeah, so overall, in, in sort of summary, what did you think of the uh, day one of Fully Charged? Yeah, I thought it was a good day. I'd, I'd, I must admit, I'd be gutted if I bought a weekend ticket for it because you're really going to see it today, I guess. You don't... you you're around it within probably four or five hours um but we didn't see a lot of the speakers because you know we had appointments with people to go and get little interviews and stuff um so we probably didn't see it as a normal punter would see it because we had some of those appointments and things but i think it's a good event i think i'd like to see see it grow and i'm sure it will grow year on year and i think i'd like to see a lot more variety inside that main hall rather than there being so many EV charger providers but it's great to see such a big event just dedicated to EVs and um, nice atmosphere not overcrowded yeah quite a nice chilled out event to attend certainly much more chilled out than the British Motor Show which I've been to a couple of times at the same venue Um, a lot smaller than the British Motor Show but much more chilled out bit of a nicer vibe to it bit bit quieter yeah, the inside hall was about the same size as the commercial vehicle show I went to last last week. Oh um, yeah. So I filmed some videos for the interface on, on that aspect of Ford and Maxus. 
I think the inside hall is about the same size, um, if not a little bit, a little bit bigger. Um, yeah, a bit similar. Um, yeah, it's a good day. It's been quite. Just for reference, about three p.m. now. We've we've been there most of the day. Jim's been up since five a.m. So. Yeah. Not not because it takes that long to get here from Bournemouth, but because I can't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, due to a problem with my wiring, I guess. All right. Thanks for listening to this special episode of Charging Status uh, from Fully Charged South 2023. Um, you can find this podcast on all good podcast players and all the bad ones as well. <laughs> at the and also at theinterface.uk for all the car news, EV news, and tech news as well. If you're into that sort of stuff. So where can people find you, Jim? If they want to see you. Yeah, so you can find me on um, YouTube or Facebook as Definitely Not Guru, on Instagram at Not Guru Jim, and Twitter Not Guru Three. So we'll be back for the regular scheduled programming of Charging Status later in May. Um, but thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next time. I can subscribe. Bye. What was the other one called? Electric something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, obviously.